0: What's the thing that scares you the most? Confined spaces and uh, uh, blood.
1: Particles in the air, the dark, that coral thing that's been staring at me since I came in here. Chris, I'm scared to death. Welcome to the Sum of All Fear podcast, the show that examines real-life phobias and the horror movies that prey on them.
0: So pour yourself something strong, feardos, and let's find out what makes you afraid.
1: So we are, this is our first time on big now. boy equipment. You can't talk that far away from the microphone. I know. You're not I'm still learning back like that.
0: Sorry. This is our first time on big boy equipment.
1: <laughs> yes. We have microphones now. Woo. We have microphones. We feel like. Thanks Wayne. We, we got all the way up to, I was going to wait till 10 episodes in, but we only got to eight episodes and we already have fancy podcast microphones
0: because of Wayne's
1: support. Wayne, yeah, Lacey, Lacey, uh, our friend Lacey and her uh, boyfriend Wayne uh, hooked us up with uh, with a, a sweet microphone, and we liked it. We tried it out, and I got a second one, uh, and they seem to be working pretty well. I think that uh, the the sound is much better.
0: I do too. You should uh, thank a Wayne near you.
1: It's much better than than a than uh, uh, an iPhone.
0: It's a little better than that. I don't For know if we quality. deserve better, but we appreciate the sentiment.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we uh, we're back. Um, you're way a- across the room. It's really it's really weird. You're I'm in like the a long shadows. ways away from me. You're in the shadows cuz she wanted to sit on the couch and I have a little desk.
0: Well, you gave me like a little computer chair which is fine, but you know, I mean, if I have the choice between a computer chair and a couch with my dog and a big fuzzy blanket that I got at Costco for 8.99.
1: You know what the problem is though? I'm very, very scared that you're going to fall asleep mid podcast.
0: That might actually because when
1: you're on that couch, normally, like it's it's just moments away from you just passing out completely.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't you think? It's it's a very real possibility. So I could pass out anywhere.
1: It could definitely happen. Um,
0: (laughs) At any time.
1: I was going to come on uh, this episode singing "Me and My Arrow" because you
0: have it stuck in my head and it's driving me insane.
1: Yeah, it's It's like a a needle in my brain, major earworm. I don't know if you guys have ever seen uh, the movie The Point from I think it's from like the early 70s. Um, This movie is perfect for this episode, Um, although it's not scary at all, although also extremely scary Uh, because it's this like acid trip.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. It's terrifying.
1: Acid Trip animated yeah, animated movie from the early 70s that Ringo Starr narrates. And uh, Harry Nielsen uh, has his, all these folksy tunes. And one of them is, is me and my I closed my arrow. eyes accidentally
0: when we were watching it. And I kept them closed just to see. Fucking creepy.
1: It is creepy. Straight up and narrow. No wonder
0: our siblings are messed up.
1: Dude. Siblings, I watched this as, a, as nice. a, my dad loved this movie. Could not wait to show it to me when I was a kid. I remember so well because he just loved the music. Uh, but it's a whole, it's a movie about these, uh, these, this whole world where everybody has points. It's, it's, they all have pointed heads and they have pointed, there's pointed trees and everything's pointed. And then this, this poor little boy's born with, with no point on his head. And so they call him Oblio.
0: It's a really, it's a societally relevant message. It is because, the time.
1: because there's this like count and he's a dick and he ends up kicking poor Oblio out of town and separating him from his parents. And it's just him and his little dog arrow. It's a Rudolph story. It's very sad. Very sad. Um, <laughs> but it really reminded all week long that I've been, been researching this podcast. I've been singing, uh, me and my arrow. And then I was thinking, and then all of a sudden I got me and my Feardos." Stuck in my head, Um, and I was thinking I could come up with some sort of "Me and My Feardos." Oh, do it! Come
0: on, improv.
1: Me and my feardos. I don't. I don't think it has the same effect, but I will say. Oh
0: wait. Me and my Oh,
1: that's beautiful.
0: Me and my
1: (laughs) Dork. Oh, man. But yeah, check that movie out. Check out that super ass drug trip of a kid's movie. Um, it's not really, you know, I mean, it's it's just we're just going to start with that, apparently, because that movie is just a, a, a weird pointed movie. And this episode is all about sharp pointed objects. Yeah, so
0: pointy things. Uh,
1: it was it's <laughs> very relevant. But welcome back, feardos. Uh We are back for episode eight of the Sum of All Fear podcast. Um, and we are uh, we're gonna slice and dice through this episode like a dang old Ginsu knife. <laughs> a dang old <gone> Ginsu knife. <laughs> we're cutting knife. through. We're cutting through beer cans. We're gonna cut through an old shoe. We're coming through
0: like a spider monkey with knife fingers.
1: With knife fingers, mm-hmm. I'm gonna cut through a PVC pipe just to see if my Ginsu knife can do it. I bet it can. Um, we got lots of sharp, pointy things today. So many. And uh, I'm excited about this episode. Really excited. You
0: were really energized. I've I don't know where you got your energy from. Like hmm. you have done all of the things this weekend, and I like you should be running on empty. And for some reason, you are pumped. I mean, it could be the Red Bull.
1: I, I just, I just took my second sip of this Red Bull. I can vodka. already see your eyes no whiskey lighting today. up. It's your heart
0: really... rate is increasing.
1: <laughs> it's Red Bull Vesa vodka. Vasodilation like is a,
0: occurring. I'm
1: like a, I'm like a slutty slutty girl out at the club tonight drinking my red bull vodka you're
0: super slutty in your sweatpants and sweatshirt
1: yeah i'm looking i'm looking money what are you talking about
0: i i didn't say you weren't looking money i said you were looking slutty (laughs) we're
1: both wearing your roller derby uh your roller derby uh sweatshirts that we bought last night at your roller derby bout she had her first roller derby bout in uh, how many about two years almost yeah gosh a year and a half i didn't die yeah you did good you're beating bitches up all over the place
0: thanks honey i did it for archer
1: it was awesome yeah our little, Archer, our little buddy if you Archer. can hear
0: me, I did it for you, buddy,
1: oh, and your shout out mommy. To um, <laughs> we've got uh, this is weird. This doing this, we have headphones in and we have microphones. It's it feels it's odd. I have to get used to this. Yeah, gotta, it's
0: a little awkward. It's, it's you it's know, it's different. It's, it's different, different, but I think we'll get used to it.
1: I'm hearing my voice very loud in my ears. Man, you should my, turn it down. I turn yeah. my volume down a little. Oh, there we go. That's a little better. It's better. Yeah, so it's not banging in my ears so much. Um. We you don't had,
0: want ear banging.
1: We had an earbanging. Uh, yeah. Do it. Don't do it in the ear, guys. That's a good way to get an infection. Inner ear infection, don't do it. It's
0: well, bad. How far can you really get though?
1: Not very far.
0: Your eardrum's Hopefully. like right there.
1: Yeah. This took a weird turn.
0: We should edit it out.
1: Oh, no way. <laughs> I never edit stuff out. Are you kidding me? I like I like it when it takes weird turns. That's the best forget you. You're a weird turn. Uh, but before we get too far along, uh, remember to follow us on our social media sites. Uh, we have a Facebook page, the Some of All Fear, po- uh, just called Some of All Fear podcast, I think. Um, we have a Twitter page at Some of All Fear pod. And we have an Instagram, uh, which is also Some of All Fear pod, uh, P-O-D. Uh, so if you like us, we really, really, really would love for you to follow our social media. And we would also really appreciate it uh, if you give us a rating and a review on your podcast sites, that would be really helpful. Uh, that moves everything forward and, you know, then more people will listen to us and hear our random ramblings, um, which, you know, we really like it when you do. So do that. That'd be awesome. Uh, we had some, some shout outs we need to give out this week. Yes, we do. Um, we 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 mentioned Wayne for lending us the microphone, which has led to us having this awkward across-the-room experience that we're having, but hopefully much better audio so that you can hear us in your cars instead of, you know, just in your headphones. And
0: so I don't have to sound so far away. Yeah. Because I'm so quiet.
1: So far away. Doesn't anybody stay in one place anymore?
0: Oh, sorry. I lost Every the time beat. I hear I'm that sorry. I
1: can't, I can't help. I, 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 gotta <clears> I just got to sing it. I really have no rhythm. Uh, your friend, your roller derby friend,
0: yes jam and i and her husband i did not know this but apparently they have listened to the podcast and i really appreciate that and it was so fun seeing her and the rest of the crew that came out to the bout last night so you know yeah that was great it was great conversation at the after party yeah yeah no it was so much fun i love it and then uh levithian levithian Leviathan? I believe Leviathan. 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 See, I can't say that. Okay, Leviathan um, overheard us talking, and she was like, "Wait, you have a podcast?" And I was that's like, a roller yeah. derby name, by the way. It's and so is Gemini. So, if is you Gemini, hadn't caught on yet. Obviously, um, that's
1: not her real name. Sure. No, it might, but that would be a really badass real name.
0: That would be really badass for this fear too.
1: Ooh, yeah. Jam and I. Jam Ooh, and I. Yeah, like a pencil. Yes. That'd be awesome. I was <gasps> trying to find a perfect. pencil scene. I, I didn't get a chance. I kept looking for I – I just didn't. I had some, so much other things going on with my research that I couldn't get the thing that I wanted, which was I really wanted to find a really good pencil scene where somebody gets killed with a pencil. Dude, TV the
0: pencil – the best pencil scene is from uh, the Batman movie where the Joker slams the guy's head down um, on the pencil –
1: Oh, Um, I don't remember that, but that sounds terrible. Oh
0: my gosh. We have to post it to the page because they're in. He goes into basically like a room of bad guys and he's propositioning them, and the bad guys don't take him seriously. So he balances a pencil magically on. Um, I think it was like a cooking table or something they're in a a restaurant back back end. and he go he like goes tub like this, it's magic. and then he slams the guy's head next to him and it goes right through his head. um, so yeah, that's your scene.
1: I like it. there you go. I need to find that, and we will post it.
0: Wow. <laughs> if you had asked, I could have told
1: that is awesome um. Our friend Vida was listening this week. She sent me a really nice message. Oh, she actually Vida. listened. She said she finally got through an entire episode because she said she starts some and then gets busy and never gets to <laughs> them. So she has got through a whole episode and she sent some very nice comments. Oh, thanks, um, Vida, She's for one listening. of our bestest friends. Uh, who else? We had our first email sent in <gasps> from, from a, somebody, from a listener that we don't even know, which is we, we, we assume that we know everybody. And and it's literally just our mom and and for you know, confidentiality
0: purposes, we will mention said listener's name, but, um, it was very nice. No, uh, I'll mention it was Angelica. Oh Yeah. My
1: she's God. awesome. She sent us a cool, why not? I mean, it's nobody knows her. She doesn't have their last name's not on here. Um, but she I don't know
0: the therapist in me is like confidentiality no she told us something that was very intimate unless we get her written permission.
1: All right. Well we'll call her we'll call her Cindy then. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, is it too late now? Cuz I already gave it a real name. It might be a smidge Damn too it. late. Oh well. She it's is okay. suff- she was suffering from a really interesting phobia and she was she wanted us to to cover it cuz um uh I and I thought it was really fascinating. She was suffering from automatonophobia. Um, which is the fear of statues, which is really interesting.
0: I kind of looked into it a little bit, but I want to do some more research before, you know, really getting back to her on kind of the information that I've assimilated. Yeah. But from what I found so far, I think it's the fear of anything that is – statuesque, so not just statues, like mannequins.
1: Right, yeah, uh, all that kind of stuff. You know, Yeah, and I've they, got some great movies for that one. Right, oh I my gosh. Wait.
0: I keep thinking of the first episode of, I think, was it Doctor Who that we watched?
1: Mm. Where the mannequins come
0: alive in the back room and they start chasing him?
1: Oh, maybe.
0: I'm pretty sure.
1: That would have been a while ago. That's possible.
0: I need to ask Mahler. Mahler will know.
1: Um, yeah, so really interesting, and, and that was really cool. And so if, you, if you're listening and you have some – if you have an interesting phobia that that you know, we would love to hear about it. We would just, love to yeah,
0: we'd love to chat send us an email it. at some
1: of all fear podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and we would love to hear your story um, and we would share it on the air if you're okay with that, um, and or if Drew wants to, or if I just decide I'm just going to mention it anyway and throw <laughs> it out there. Um, and she's going to the Statue of Liberty soon.
0: I know, which is
1: crazy. Like that seems like the place you would not want to go if you have a fear of statues because that's like the statue.
0: Yeah, and I think one of one of my <laughs> the, biggest the questions statue. was, how do you think it's going to feel to be inside of a statue? You know? Yeah, is
1: that a weird deal? Maybe that's a maybe that might be a comfort. I don't bit. know. I don't is know. it
0: empowering? Seems is it interesting? Is it more frightening? Does Tell it, us more.
1: Tell us more, Angelica. Yeah, it's
0: it's very fascinating. So thank you for sharing your fear experience with us.
1: Absolutely, fear experience. Ooh, is that a new is that a new thing?
0: Did I make it a thing? I think you did. Okay, you
1: just made it a thing.
0: You're the marketing genius.
1: <laughs> yeah, genius. <laughs> uh, but we also got the most amazing shout out for oh the podcast just today, and I want to—you screamed
0: through the door, and I thought one of the kids. Oh, was I was hurt. so excited!
1: I, I was know, super but- excited. I, I just started listening to the Horror Virgin, which just it just launched last year, so it's a young, it's a fairly young podcast as well. But I kind of look That's up why to them. It's
0: a virgin. Yeah,
1: well, it's it's very young, <laughs> um, but they're doing fantastic like they've kind of exploded and they're doing con- horror conventions and you know all kinds of cool stuff doing live streams hilarious from, from videos
0: of that poor poor gentleman oh who, man if you need any support please reach out yes to me. todd like, so todd is. i the, would love to provide you with some support through all of this trauma
1: todd is the horror virgin so basically the podcast guys go follow it it's a great podcast if you're if you like horror movies it's it's awesome but if you're not a, a horror movie person it's kind of amazing too, because it's basically a, centered around Jen and Mikey who are horror fans. Um And they're on the podcast with Todd, who is, who is the horror virgin and he does not like horror movies. Not a fan. And so they, they, they make him watch these movies and then and they talk they about them afterwards. And they videotape
0: him and they videotape oh, him, they
1: videotape him watching him a lot of times. Yeah. And what he, he a get his great concept. Like I love hilarious. it. It
0: makes me smile ear to ear, but Honestly, at the same time, like Todd, r- reach out to me. I'm here for you.
1: Yeah, Chris said that she has she is going to offer Todd some free some free therapy. I
0: cannot offer him free therapy. You can't. Oh. I can't. You can't give away things that I can't give away. That's not why. Can't allowed. you give it away? You can't barter. Give it away. A, give, it away uh, give it away. You can't barter as a therapist. Yeah. Trade what are you bartering? You're
1: not trading anything. You're just giving some free, some free therapy. I know, but it- what are we getting in return? We're just getting the awesome feeling of helping poor Todd through his horror drama so anyways
0: it's not therapy if we put it on air <laughs> so the horror so. virgin
1: check it out they gave us a wonderful shout out on twitter and on instagram they they screenshotted a picture of our of our podcast episode and that was and, really neat and gave us a really 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 sweet shout out um thank you guys so much if you're listening we really appreciate it and you guys are awesome and we would love to we're not worthy we, we love we're to get not to know worthy you better at some point maybe like i don't know we should send an email or something we should talk
0: Maybe we should ask their parents first.
1: We'd ask their Is advice okay? about how how do how do we go from from like zero to a million like they did in the last year. They are they are killing it out there. Um, uh, Talk about marketing geniuses. They you have a really killer
0: podcast. Job. That's how you do it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You got to be good at this, <laughs> which that's hard to teach. We're
0: working on it over here.
1: <laughs> so really cool. Um, gosh, how far have we gone here? Are we are we are we droning on too long?
0: We are. We need to cut some 16 minutes.
1: All right. I won't talk about the movie I watched this week. I'll save it till next week. Um, (laughs) No, I will. I will talk about it briefly. (laughs) Best movie I watched ever this week. Ticks from 1993. I did not know this freaking movie existed. It stars Seth Green, like total early 90s Seth Green, like his red hair floofed up, parted down the middle. Um, And Alfonso Ribeiro from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, uh, as like this hard ass gangsta with parachute pants on. But
0: you can't not see him doing the Carlton. Oh
1: yeah. He was Carlton. It's it's just really hard to see him be all hard and tough, but it was amazing. It had a bunch of like Cronenberg-esque uh, mutations and like had some fly stuff going on. Um, so good. So good. Uh, I recommend it. Check it out. Um, but since we have been chit-chatting for way the hell too long, (laughs) it's time for everyone's favorite phobia-based trivia game.
0: What the fear? You say it now. What the fear? There you go. Okay, you have to say it like that.
1: All right, it's time to figure out how I'm going to be horribly humiliated phobia WTF? style phobia style <laughs> Are you ready for what the fear?
0: Are you ready?
1: No I'm never ready.
0: Well okay I actually, I'm
1: never I'm clearly not ever prepared properly for for this game show
0: Well in order to just be of some more assistance uh, I actually added some hints in. So you'll actually get a hint with each phobia. what? Yeah,
1: well, I mentioned that last week that you probably should do that.
0: I did cause you said it was getting boring, hole-ish.
1: I thought it was i I mean, I was getting boring, holish hold because I didn't have any answers that were correct or even <laughs> close to being correct, which is probably the funny part. <laughs> you said <laughs> it's that probably, you were it's so the best, it's probably the best part of way, the entire game
0: way off., Ugh,
1: whatever. All right. Sorry,
0: you ready to try this? I am ready. Okay,
1: as I will ever be.
0: I'm gonna give you handicaps, so don't disappoint me. All
1: right. All right. <laughs> I need. I need like. I need a lot of strokes on this one. That's a golf term. A lot of strokes. Yeah, I need some extra strokes on this hole. Hmm. On this boring hole.
0: On this boring <laughs> hole. That kind of worked. You need extra strokes. I love it. Good golfers job. golf
1: The four golfers that are listening will understand that. Woo. All right. Go for it.
0: Okay. But I haven't played so, golf like
1: five years. Why would I throw out a golf reference? That's so random.
0: Somewhere from the recesses of your mind, it just got brought up and right? went into pun land. Weird.
1: All right. Let's play some What's the Fear?
0: All right. Your first fear is Jurassicophobia.
1: Oh, come on. That's got to be an easy one, right? Jurassicophobia That's got to be an easy one. Right? Am I going to get this one right? I should get this one right.
0: I don't know, you might.
1: Would you would you like the hint? I don't know that I I shouldn't need a hint on this one, right? I should be able to just get it. I don't know. I now I'm scared, so I should probably get the hint. <laughs> What's the hint?
0: Okay. So your hint <laughs> is people who fear this may
1: Have shopped at
0: Toys R Us. Oh,
1: this is not what I thought it was. (laughs) And this is not fair. It's not the fear of dinosaurs, clearly. (laughs) Because I, you should have asked for the spelling. It was absolutely the fear of dinosaurs. You should have asked for the spelling. So it's not spelled J U R A S S -S I C (laughs) phobia. (laughs) Okay, so it's not the fear of dinosaurs. Nope. I fucking hate this game. You're, can, I, can you spell it for me? You're truly bad at it. Like, All right, spell it for me. Come on, come feel, on, give me, some, give me something here.
0: I feel like you get too confident in your guests, and then you forget like the simple question. Like that wait looked, a minute. sounded like
1: an obvious one. I mean, if you heard jurassicophobia, you'd be like, oh man, the fear of like Jurassic, like the Jurassic but period. Just I don't know, make di- sure. All right, spell it for me. Come on.
0: Okay. So G E R A. SCO phobia.
1: Jurassicophobia.
0: Jurassicophobia.
1: And they want to stay away from Toys R Us?
0: No, I said people who fear this may shop at Toys R Us.
1: See now I'm thinking Jurassicophobia phobia, <laughs> Like geriatrics, so I'm thinking like old. <laughs>
0: or Jurassic,
1: like kicking girls. Kick, kicking Jurassic. <laughs> I'm gonna kick your ass after this is over. <laughs> you deserve it too. You're such an ass. You glow. Uh, you should see her face. See, I probably sound like I'm making this up, but she looks like she is so happy to No,
0: but truly I am.
1: <laughs> Whatever you're gonna say. She is like giddy with delight yes. right now. She is so happy. Of course. Um so they may not want to shop at Toys R Us.
0: No. <laughs> They may shop at Toys R Us. Oh, they may
1: shop at Toys R Us. Okay. Um, So, Jurassicophobics may shop at Toys R Us. They are afraid of getting old.
0: Oh, my fucking God. You got it right.
1: (laughs) See? I just needed a freaking hint.
0: Oh gosh i blew out everyone's ears because
1: it makes sense do need, you need to no that's that's
0: <laughs> i blew out everyone's ears i'm so sorry <laughs> i was so excited for you just then
1: <laughs> i got one right you you and did i nail it. it too you nailed it see well it was a pretty Good obvious job. It, was, it, was, it wasn't that you started hard, off though. with jurassic that park really wasn't, it wasn't that hard i would have guessed fear of dinosaurs initially but not with the spelling. I think the spelling I would have gone somewhere with age because of the ger J G-E-R wow. instead of J-U-R.
0: Okay. So now I need to, Yay, I got one right. Now I need to step up my because so I don't like this.
1: Yeah, well, you don't like you don't like where this is going? No, I don't the like this. The first hint you ever give me and I Great game, right? job,
0: I don't like this.
1: Mm. <laughs> this is why I'm so good at Jeopardy because Jeopardy gives little hints in every right. single one of their questions. Or, I'm sorry, excuse me. Every one of their answers. Exactly. Uh, they give a little hint, which is why I'm good at it because I like putting those I put those little puzzle pieces together.
0: You should have answered what is because I wrote it like a Jeopardy question. <laughs> People who fear this may shop at Toys R Us.
1: What is the fear of getting older? Yes. All right. You know what? All right, all right, we got, all right. I got Let's that move on to from, the second one. Come on.
0: But I got that from literary character Peter Pan who literally forms a colony of phobics, the Lost Boys. Oh,
1: that's right. And then
0: has them worship him.
1: Ooh. That could be a great horror movie. We just I turned know. Peter Pan into a weird cult of getting older. That's what I thought like, Pan's Labyrinth movie.
0: was gonna be, and I was
1: very wrong. Like a Heaven's Gate cult thing, right? Yeah, they're like do they're it. like the <laughs> I like it. Peter Pan's actually a cult leader and he's leading all these people astray. I like it. And yeah. they're and they yeah. yeah and they all fear good. getting old. Yeah. Tinkerbell's hot though. That came up this week somehow. I don't remember what it was.
0: Someone was at oh, Disneyland.
1: Again, How I Met Your Mother. Gosh, we really oh, no. watch that show way too much in the like as like the background noise.
0: I think we um, fall asleep to it and then we re-watch it in our sleep.
1: Yeah, because she she redid Barney's apartment to look like Tinkerbell's vagina. And then that led to me saying something about Tinkerbell's vagina and Tinkerbell Cutting-edge
0: comedy people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on to our next. What the fear.
0: Okay. Man, Bird. if you get this. I next. am one.
1: I am one for one, baby. I'm batting a thousand right Man,
0: now. Man, I don't like this. Okay. The dealer doesn't like to lose.
1: <laughs> they never okay. do.
0: Ready? Okay. Your second one is Arachi I'm
1: guessing you pronounce that improperly.
0: <laughs> Arachi butterophobia. Arach? A ra, chi, Not a rock. A R A C H I B U T U
1: R O phobia. Good Lord. A phobia. A rachaebu, turo, phobia. A Can't even pronounce it. How am I supposed to define it? Uh, What's really me, funny is hint?
0: when I tell you what it is, it sounds like what it is.
1: Can you give me a hint? Yes. Are you not going to give me a anymore because I got the first one right?
0: No, I'm apprehensive.
1: <laughs> you better get better. You better give more. uh not, Crap. Not, 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 a, not as good a hints next time.
0: Okay. Right? <laughs> okay. Your hint. Charles Schultz featured. I, I'm sorry. Not featured. Famed this fear in his comic strip. Uh, Arachibuturophobia.
1: Oh, let's see. The the fear of...
0: It was later used by novelist Peter O'Dell in a spy novel called The Dead Man's Handle, if that helps.
1: Oh. Hmm. Oh, man, I got all kinds of things going through my brain now. I'm like... Like, does this have something to do with Snoopy flying Is little, like, uh...
0: Good, like, good.
1: I'm very... That's <laughs> my plan. Excellent. He's excellent. struggling again. <laughs> He's back where I want him. Mwah. You're such an asshole. Mwah.
0: Too many ants makes his brain crazy.
1: <laughs> Is it the fear of... 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 Oh, my goodness. The fear of rejection? No. The fear of missing a football.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. I wish I had thought of that. Wow. All right. I, I missed that one. So Mr. Ed would have gotten this fear.
1: Wait, the horse. Yeah. Uh, horse is a horse. Of course. Of course.
0: Do you remember how they made Mr. Ed talk? No. They put peanut butter on the roof of his mouth. Oh, and he
1: was trying to get it off. Yeah. Ha!
0: This is the fear. That's good. Of having peanut butter stuck <gasps> to the roof of your mouth.
1: Oh, wow. I love that. What a great fun fact. Boom. That is fantastic. That is a wonderful fun fact. And I will, I will proudly get that one wrong because you're never going to, you're never going to get that one right.
0: <laughs> but doesn't it sound like if you got peanut butter stuck to the roof of well, your mouth. Well, the way you and, pronounced it. And again. you were trying to say something like, <laughs> I brought <write> the phobia. <laughs> Ah, sounds like you have, like when you have braces, I'm okay get with getting red stuck in your braces. I, I'm
1: good with that one. I, I really appreciated that. Mr. Ed fun fact that Aww. really made my day.
0: Good. I did a lot of research. I'm trying to get away from celebrities It's like and, Nick
1: at night over here
0: and tie in some other new fun, um, pop culture references. I like it. <laughs> Expanding. Horizons. All right. So
1: I'm one, I'm one for two. Let's go for the third one.
0: All right. Are you ready for this one? I am ready. This one is fun. I had a fun. I had fun with this, and I almost want to call into Away with Words about this word.
1: You keep bringing up Away with Words. If you haven't listened to Away with Words, it's a really fun uh, NPR podcast that yep. uh, talks about the origins of words and and cultural words, which I think is really interesting. Like different like regions and where they develop and, and how it.
0: they influence
1: those yeah, words. It's super nerdy. It's awesome. And I love it, and our kids like it actually. Our they kids really love it because we play it on road trips because they're nerds too. <laughs>
0: yeah, Yay, little nerds. nerds.
1: All right, continue.
0: Okay. Ibophobia. Ibophobia.
1: Can you you spell it for me, please?
0: A-I-B-O-H. Phobia. -phobia.
1: Ibophobia. Ibophobia. That is the fear of...
0: You're not even going to get your hint?
1: Oh, wait. I forgot. I'm so so used to just failing immediately and being rejected.
0: That's that learned helplessness that I have bread into you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Conditioned. I I am conditioned. I'm conditioned. You're Um, just
0: lying there like a dog that's given up on an electrical grid. (laughs) Way to throw some psychology,
1: uh, some some psychological history in there.
0: (laughs) Okay. So your hint is this fear is the same going out and coming back.
1: Fear is the same going out and coming back. And coming back. Um hmm. That's an odd one. Oh, the fear of boomerangs. <laughs> no? No. No. The fear of the Doppler a, effect. But that's a wonderful guess. <laughs> I
0: almost like I didn't even think about that being an impact of that hint, but yeah, so it's not the fear been, of boomerangs. It's not the saying. fear of boomerangs.
1: Speaking of boomerangs, I do want to bring up another Australian thing, because we we do have we do have we do have a, a a podcast about pointed things today, and you said we have to bring up uh, crocodile Dundee's. That's not a knife. You mean that's a knife? This famous. This is a knife. This famous quote. That's well, I I can't. What am I? A monkey? Am I supposed to supposed to quote on cue? <laughs> Anyways, we'll bring it up. I guess we'll bring up that quote later (laughs) since I failed already at the, at your, at your cue. All right. So what is this phobia? Oh, did we get, are we at that point yet?
0: You gave me my hint, right? I did. And you uh, guessed Doppler effect and
1: boomerangs. Yeah. uh, Neither.
0: Okay. So this.
1: Wow. That was awkward. (laughs) That got awkward quick. This. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I couldn't remember the quote. I think that's the quote. Isn't yes. that it? I'm pretty sure that's it. That's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. <laughs> I hope you're not listening in Australia. I hope there's nobody. <laughs> oh. you failed me
0: and the Australian people.
1: And Crocodile And Bundy. all
0: five listeners. Yeah.
1: And what was that guy's name? Paul McGinnis? Hashtag or something like that. sorry,
0: Crocodile Bundy.
1: <laughs> all right. So what is this phobia? We are babbling today, man.
0: Ibophobia is- I think it's
1: this new microphones. we're really excited about these. We are. Sorry, go we ahead. like
0: We like playing with them.
1: <laughs> it's like the sounds of our own voices in our headphones.
0: <laughs> so this is the fear of palindromes. Oh.
1: And what's really
0: interesting about this is that the fear of palindrome is a palindrome.
1: So The fear of palindrome? No, no, no. Oh, I was like, I was like I'm like trying to do that sentence in my head. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't think that's a palindrome.
0: Ibophobia A I B O H P H O B I A. Backwards. A I B O H P H O B What? Dickheads. Yeah, right?
1: What? What freaking person in the mental health field thought that would just be fucking hilarious? I don't know that
0: anybody in the mental health <laughs> field necessarily creates these names. Somebody's got to create someone, them. Someone,
1: right? some asshole was like, "Ooh, ooh, ooh, I got this one. I got this one. This'll really piss him off. This'll really piss him off. Stick my finger right <laughs> up his bum. Oh, now I'm on to. So you went
0: from boomerangs to oh,
1: the knife to to, knife. to, to uh, yeah to crocodile Dundee to uh, to the so what's that guy? The crocodile the, the
0: Crocodile Hunter.
1: Uh, no. Nope. Was that his name? No, the dude who, who died with the with the with the stingray. Uh, what was that guy? Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin, yeah. Was he the crocodile hunter? Was that who he was? I don't know. I don't remember. All right. We have been doing this. Is the longest What the Fear I think we've ever had. Might have been our longest intro we've ever had. <laughs> and it's I really want to get into this episode because it is freaking great. Because as a horror movie fan. You cannot get better than this phobia. So let's break into our phobia for today, which is I, Ike, nope, not Ike. I screwed it up already. Ache, my phobia, which Ache-ma-phobia. is the fear of sharp or pointed things.
0: Mm hmm.
1: All right, we are on to Aikmophobia. Do you want to know what the etymology of our wonderful phobia is today? Yes, please. Uh, It comes from the Greek, surprise, surprise, Aikme, Aikma, Aikme. I believe it's Aikme, Uh, which means spear or spear point, Um, which makes sense, right?
0: Yeah, it's pretty relevant.
1: Because, you know... People it's that have this phobia ain't too fond of spear points. No. No, not fans. So tell us a little bit about our wonderful phobia today, which is the greatest horror movie phobia ever. <laughs> I love it. It's perfect.
0: Well, I mean, it, this one is just so broad because it's the fear of sharp things. So it can literally be generalized to like sharp edges, umbrella points, pointed fingers, fingernails, um. Gosh, uh, paper clips, thumbtacks, clothes hangers,
1: corners, corners of like, like tables. It,
0: like if you have this phobia uh, and it's really severe, that think about how debilitating that could be
1: to your everyday life. I'm literally looking at a wall behind you of pictures that are all in frames. Every one of them has four incredibly sharp pointed edges of them on them. <laughs> so I'm just thinking if you looked around the room you can see points on every table corner. Right. It's crazy. So
0: yeah, and that I mean it's not an irrational fear to be afraid of, you know, banging your head on a corner and passing out or, you know, severely hurting yourself, but um to have that anxiety crop up and to generalize it that far. That would be incredibly debilitating. Now, if we bring it back in a little bit smaller, um, we're looking at things like needles and knives and, um, you know, ice picks—things that can hurt you. Sure. When you utilize them, Um, you know those kind of more everyday objects.
1: Which you know, I think there's kind of a it. it It would seem like, and I could be wrong. Let me know, but humans probably have a natural fear of. Sharp things kind of like they would a fear of fire.
0: Yeah, hot right? things. Hot things are hot, sharp things are sharp.
1: Right. Like you see it and you go, eh, I probably shouldn't go, you know, sit in my butthole on that. That would right. be a bad idea.
0: But there's also, you know, like we talked about in the Fear of Heights episode, the folks that kind of feel almost drawn to run their finger across something, a sharp blade
1: or, or
0: to, to jump from a height, you know, that call of the darkness. The call of the, the Do you remember when Hank in our kitchen was doing the dishes and he pulled out the chopping blade, um, for the chopping machine and he walked over to us and he said, is this sharp?
1: Yeah. And, he and literally ran, ran his, his finger, finger across, across, it across it and just sliced it open it? Oh in front gosh. of us. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Like, teaching. <laughs> this is an important moment in your life, buddy.
0: Sharp things are sharp.
1: Yeah, and here's your sign.
0: Oy, oy, but that's but that's <laughs> part of this fear too. Um, there's this fear of what if I faint when I'm holding a knife? What if I have anxiety and the knife slips and I cut myself severely? What if I, um, you know, uh, what's the other example? You I was know, thinking of?
1: you know something I was just thinking about. Sorry what if I lose about...
0: control and I just start stabbing, stabbing myself? Stabbing
1: myself is that really a thing? Yeah,
0: it's the oh, same thing man. as that call of the void, like. From heights, you know, it's that like, what if I just did this? You know, what if I just slice my arm open, you know?
1: Do you kind think of- people with this fear would have a really rough time in winter places? Like we're, like we're, in, we're in Reno, Nevada, so we have, we have a pretty solid winter here. Like we, especially this year, fuck, damn it. Would it, st- I hope it stops snowing like sometime. February buried. Um, it has been snowing like nonstop uh, for quite a while. Um, but do you think they have a problem with like icicles? like around cuz like literally everything is covered in icicles right now like it's I been would cold think, as shit because
0: i mean icicles also cause a number of deaths so oh, you know that term. fear of dying from a pointed related pointed object uh, gets related to everything pointy you know so pencils like we were talking about earlier um, with the joker slamming somebody's face down on a pencil you know um that all of that is plausible and when it's plausible, our anxiety can kind of latch onto it and really feed off of it. And our brain can take us to some really gnarly places.
1: Do people with this phobia tend to have a specific object phobia or do they have it as a broad phobia or or is it all over the board?
0: It's a range, just kind of like the other ones, you know, like how I'm afraid of heights if I'm up on a ladder, but if you take me on a roller coaster in an airplane, I'm cool. It's weird.
1: So there might be some people who have like a fear of, just pencils. Right. But there might be people who literally feel, fe- feel fear every, every type of pointed or sharp object. Or
0: most types of pointed objects. So they fear, feel like they have to cover the edges of pointed objects in order to feel safe around them.
1: Hmm. Well, we were, t- we were talking about how interesting it is as, as parents, when you have kids, you almost immediately become kind of, kind of,
0: Hyper aware.
1: Yeah, ache because because you see all your, the potential, you all the potential places for your, your child as they're growing up
0: open. to nail their head on literally everything up until about age three.
1: And even now, like at, at the, even at this point, my our kids are you know eleven and, and seven years old. Oh, and if they're
0: wrestling. If they're
1: wrestling around in the in like the living room or anything like that, you'll I'm hit your head like, on the corner of
0: the fireplace. You guys
1: are going to split your head open. We're gonna be in the emergency room. Like, you just have that fear. You'll
0: shoot your eye out.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you'll shoot your eye out. Um, you'll poke your eye out with that stupid corner of the table that you're about ready to fall into because you're wrestling your brother.
0: Well, think about another category of this fear, which is kind of the the subgenre of the fear of knives. So think about the impact of having a fear of knives when you're cooking, right? So what would be your first instinct if you're you're needing to cook something and you have a fear of knives? What kind of a knife would you use in order to cut something?
1: Well, you probably use a butter knife.
0: A really dull one, a right? Very,
1: yeah, as dull as you can get. But yeah, a butter knife would probably be the.
0: What's really ironic about that is that you're more likely to injure yourself trying to cut with a butter knife. With a dull, with a dull than knife. You are, with, with a dull knife sure. than you are with a very sharp knife. Sure. So some of this fear can be, um, you know, kind of calmed by learning how to properly use the tools than one is afraid of. So taking a class in proper knife handling or, um, a cooking class where they show you how to handle things properly and to hold your hands properly so that you are less likely to cut yourself.
1: Makes sense. So, you
0: know, kind of the precautions that we think we're taking in order to stay safe from sharp things sometimes can be worse than just the sharp things themselves.
1: Yeah. So I bought my son a pocket knife, uh, well, he had, he'd gotten a small pocket knife when he was younger, but when he turned 11 this year, I bought him a nice Swiss army knife. And you know, when you're that age, you have anything that you can use a, a knife for, you immediately go for the knife, right. To go to try oh, to do yeah. It. and he was trying to cut open some sort of packaging. And I literally was watching him from across the room do it. And he stuck the knife into the like plastic around this packaging or whatever it was. And the knife's pointed back at him as oh, he's man. ripping it back towards himself. And I'm going... I have taught you that is a bad idea. Like don't do that. And yet he still was like – It's part of the learning
0: like, curve sometimes. Learn how to
1: use the knife properly. Don't do not do it towards yeah. yourself. Do it away from yourself, you know, unless uh, – He's yeah, been
0: it, kind he's, of afraid of it ever since, which it's not temporary to have kind of a – not temporary, not uh, odd to have kind of a temporary feel fear that comes up after a situation like that, you know. Like there was a woman that um, I was reading up on who – After she would go through long bouts of sewing with her sewing machine and just kind of seeing the needle piercing things, she would have these vivid kind of almost daydreams about the needles piercing her skin and stuff. Hmm. And so it was almost this temporary generated fear as her brain was kind of working with everything that it had seen during her daily activities.
1: I can't imagine, like, to me, like, like anything – well, I – I could totally see being having a phobia of like of needles. Like we're not even, and, and we're not even talking medical really here because that's all that's a separate phobia. I mean it does kind of cross over. It crosses over. You know, needles like like hypodermic type needles, but
0: Scalpels. typically
1: typically well uh, yeah, there's a specific phobia for just being afraid of of hypodermic type needles or or medical needles, right? right. Um but this one kind of crosses into that. So it can mm-hmm. kind of go all over the place. But you also have like pins, needles. Uh, um, I was reading about somebody who's afraid of uh, safety pins. Yeah. Um, I've, I was reading something about somebody who was afraid of uh, splinters. Splinters which will come oh up. Oh my,
0: I'm kind of super paranoid of splinters too. Like They it's,
1: won't touch anything wooden. So there's actually a combination. There's It's like xylophobia or something, but it's like the fear of anything wooden. Right. And some of that comes from like a offshoot of like being afraid of splinters.
0: But you can actually get splinters from things like hair. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh yeah. You can get a hair splinter. Oh,
1: in. I've had it before. Yeah. That's yeah. awful. Yeah. I've had, I've had little pieces of hair stuck in my skin before it hurts. Oh, Real it's horrible. Ones. But that's, so to me, like that's, it's really interesting How many, how broad this is. And it's great for horror movies because, you know, like how could you get a better, a better phobia for, you know, for horror stuff than sharp stuff? I mean, we're talking slashers all the way around, right? I mean, it's going to be great. Uh, I won't, I won't, uh, I won't switch into movies yet because I know we have more fun things to talk about with the phobia, but I'm so excited. I'm so excited. There's
0: a power behind sharpness that makes it, almost irresistible, yeah, you know?
1: Absolutely. Like our, I mean, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll dig into that. We'll dig into the uh, movie stuff a little <laughs> bit more. Um, but so did you get any, did you find any, any case studies at all? Or was there anybody that you found that had this phobia um, and how they dealt with it or how they, cause it's, it would seem like it would be like the cooking thing. Very debilitating, right? I mean, right. if you can't chop anything up, you're going to be eating f- Freaking hungry man dinners every night. Cause you know, you or can't you really have cook somebody any fresh vegetables that, or.
0: that does it for you, you know, kind of like how you cut you up can't the chicken afford for personal me. chefs.
1: All right. You,
0: you cut up the chicken for me so that I don't have to touch it. Um,
1: so but, yeah, marry somebody to do all the cutting for them
0: or, you know, you just have a friend. Um, but, no, I couldn't actually find any case studies, and i'm I'm wondering if there are any is anybody out there in you know, podcast land that knows somebody or uh, maybe experiences this themselves. Um, it was really difficult to find any information on it. And one article that I read said that that could be because it's related to the fear of needles so closely that it tends to kind of get generalized sure. with that. Sure. Um, and it's hard to study the fear of needles because people who fear needles often don't go seek treatment anywhere that there's needles. Well, so, yeah,
1: doctors would not be their favorite people, I'm sure. Yeah.
0: You're not going to see a whole lot of those patients. So you're not, you're not going to know that they're there. Sure. Um. So this one's kind of a little bit more of a mystery to me. I mean, I understand the, um the psychology behind the fear. I mean it's you know sharp things are sharp, they can hurt me. Um
1: didn't you find a Reddit, a Reddit page? I found a Reddit about
0: someone who's afraid of needles. Needles. Um yeah and and we'll post that up um on all of the social media. Was there a pages. bunch of like
1: really hilarious but
0: p- there was a string. Of were they making of puns. fun of her or were they
1: just it, was it just like
0: No, they, they were Reddit is they vicious, were capitalizing man. Is on some very um very generous puns that could be, you know, formulated from being afraid of sharp things. Um, so you guys should go check that out, but yeah,
1: yeah it's you, yeah, we'll post that, we'll post that up. Well, so, it, but it wasn't just sharp objects, it was specifically needles. Somebody was right. afraid of needles, like, like, like actually being like shots, right? Like at the doctor's office, type right. needles.
0: But I think of um, folks like Johnny Cash, where his brother, um, you know, died because he got sawed uh, in half by their electrical saw.
1: Is that what happened? Did I don't he know. Saw in half. I don't remember. Not in
0: half, but like it, his stomach got cut. I think he
1: got sawed in half in the, uh, in the, in the parody that, uh, what's his name did. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, John C. Riley, the one where he, oh, my, where he walk blade. hard <laughs> and walk hard, walk hard.
0: Um, no, it, but it, I, the
1: actual story is: I think he just got. I think he just got hurt by the saw.
0: Well, it, didn't it <laughs> cut his him. stomach, and then something like that? You yeah. know, he got sepsis and yeah. then passed away. But whatever, yeah. the same thing. Bad
1: accident with the saw. The,
0: the same thing applies here, though. Is that that would. Terrify me of sh- that sharp thing or of sharp things after seeing my brother go through that kind of trauma. Oh my gosh. I would be you terrified. You I would be very hyper aware of sharp things because I would have seen what they're capable of.
1: I would just become one of the greatest country music singers of all time. That's what I'd do.
0: Well, you have the voice for
1: it. Wall card. <laughs> <laughs> the mean, Dewey Cox story. That's what it was called.
0: <laughs> you know, this fear is, is super interesting. You know, we've, we fear them, the sharp objects, because we're fascinated with them and simultaneously terrified by them, but we're also very distrustful of the power that they wield.
1: I have never been a big knife guy until recently. Now I have to have a pocket knife in my pocket all the time. Um, although I lose that? them every time I buy one, I'll buy like a nice like pocket to- knife and they're always gone.
0: What do you feel like you have to have one?
1: Uh, I don't know, because I feel like it's, you know, part of being a man, you're supposed to have a knife on you at all times. Like when somebody goes, anybody have a knife? You always be want to be the first one to re- reach in your pocket and throw one out. So um, for
0: you it's it's more being a man thing. But for someone with this kind of a fear, that knife represents a lot of vulnerability to injury. Um, a lot of the flashes that folks that experience this see, uh, include things like, like accidentally gutting themselves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be terrible, right? Oops. Just accidentally imagine, got it myself.
0: Imagine if every time you saw, you know, uh, a broken glass, you know, say the table out back broke and there's these huge shards of glass and you know what that glass is capable of. Oof. And the first image you see is you accidentally tripping and falling on a huge shard of glass. I'm pretty sure that happened in the movie Ghost.
1: It, well, I know that there's a lot of movies with with good glass kills, and I wanted to find some of those as well, but I just ran out of time. I just didn't have time to find all of the good sharp object kills. There's so freaking many.
0: But that would be an example of something that would that would really incite that fear, you know, that that. Oh, yeah. Just the <gasps> second something
1: happened like that. So like you break, it, you break a, a, a drinking glass on the ground. Yeah. Somebody who had that fear of sharp objects would immediately be like right. running. So you're kind of like that with guns. Like you, if you see a yeah. gun, you are – I'm very apprehensive. You are not a fan. I have this well, – We ans- have a friend who has a gun in every room in his house just about. And, I have this and- <laughs> anxiety
0: that they're going to go off. I mean like I know that they're not going to go off with, unless somebody touches them. But even if they're just sitting there, I have this like anxiety flash that they will like spin and point at me and shoot.
1: Like, Like that would be –
0: Like a ghost. <laughs> that would be – like a ghost is trying to shoot me. Like I kind of love Geist. this
1: concept. I'm picturing it in my head for like a movie idea. Like I think it'd be really, be really great if an, an inanimate gun just turned around and just started shooting. Um, that would. But be that would be terrifying. Horrible. Yeah, that seems like that would really scare you.
0: But like, think about other ways that this could uh, apply. Like if you're out in nature and you see a broken tree branch. And you think about, um, you know, riding your bike, and your bike flips into that broken tree branch and impales you. You know, there's so much potential out in the world for injury that that this fear could be all around you. Yeah. So if do you, you think just look a little closer? Do you, do you everything think, wants to
1: kill you? <laughs> everything wants to kill you, and everyone wants to kill you, mm-hmm. which is really the basis for a lot of our most baddest assest movies of all baddest time. Baddest ass. Baddest ass movies. Baddest, baddest ass. Baddest Baddest
0: asked. ass movies. Some of
1: our most kick ass movies of all time. Um, so I think we should transition to movies because. Let's do that. Because, because this. You're is, so
0: excited. You are jumping out of
1: your seat. I'm not jumping. I'm standing very still next to my microphone. No,
0: I see you jumping.
1: <laughs> my legs are moving. He's I'm very lying. excited. I shake my legs when I get excited.
0: Yeah. I don't know how you do that. My legs are exhausted. It makes me a little
1: horny too sometimes. It <laughs> fires me up. <laughs> Not the slasher stuff, just the moving my legs back and forth. Oh. It's like a rhythmic movement.
0: I feel like it's a soothing mechanism. It's a soothing you.
1: mechanism. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You do it in the morning. So is masturbation.
0: <laughs> you, do, you do the this leg shake. It all comes shake. together.
1: This, is all, this all flows into one another.
0: You do the leg shake in the morning and that's how I know
1: you're awake. True. Yeah, it's true. I come by that naturally. Um, and you also
0: come by that naturally. Apparently. Oh, hey,
1: masturbation joke. You made it first. <laughs> so let's talk about let's transition from masturbation into. Oh, I'm sorry. Transition from our phobia about the fear of sharp and pointy objects into our movies So, achmophobia is the greatest phobia in the world (laughs) for horror movies. I mean, how could you get a better fear than the fear of sharp objects? How
0: did you narrow this one down?
1: I didn't narrow it down. That's
0: right, you didn't. We're going
1: to talk about every movie. (laughs) Ever. Ever.
0: Hang on tight, That has any
1: sharp object where somebody is killed or maimed or murdered or, you know, they're... Nose is chopped off, or they're they're, you know, stabbed with a with a sharp object. I think it's going to be amazing. I'm excited. We're going to talk about all of them. This podcast is going to be five and a half hours long.
0: boo I think that Red Bull's getting to
1: you. Is it giving me wings?
0: Red Bull. <laughs> Tantrum. Tantrum. Tantrum.
1: Um. Literally, this. Phobia applies to every slasher ever, mm-hmm. right? I mean, every slasher movie of all time. I, I, I mean, pretty much. Could you I,
0: argue against that? I
1: suppose there is. I mean, there's some slashers that use blunt objects, right? I mean, there's some slashers that that don't uh, that don't are dive they, right into the sharp ones. Are
0: those slashers or are they smashers?
1: <laughs> They're smashers. Oh, that's a whole new genre. I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Anybody who doesn't use a sharp pointed object should is be a called a smasher. Instead of a slasher, I like that. That's good.
0: You need to do your top ten flicks.
1: I should. I do have a top list for this one. Yeah. So I'm really excited about this because go read it. Honestly, like if you think about it, right, every slasher ever, you have you have some sort of of apparatus, uh, something, right? I mean, there's a sharp object involved in in most of them, um, but I narrowed down my top. Favorite slasher movie kills that involve sharper pointed objects. Is that going to fit? Is that going to fit on a, on like a, a meme title or like a title page? Yeah,
0: I think you could do it. <laughs> Maybe in like comic stands.
1: Yeah. My top five I'm going to do. In fact, I'm doing only, I'm only doing five. I was going to do 10, which I'm glad I didn't because we're, we're really, we're really loving like it's chatting this one up.
0: Be the longest podcast ever,
1: <laughs> but, uh, I only picked five but i am going to do 10 and i'm going to post it up as an article on our on our on our website great so if you haven't been on our website yet either by the way it's someofallfearpodcast.com um and mostly right now i just have the the episodes up there with their descriptions and stuff but i have a couple of articles i have a a few articles to to check out up there but um, i am going to put another one up this week and it's going to be this one
0: that's some good ass content
1: right my top five favorite slasher movie kills that involve sharper pointed objects. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Are you ready? I guess you could call these honorable mention like scenes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, my number five top five favorite slasher movie kills that involve sharper pointed objects is You have to say it faster. <laughs> Uh, the Burning, which is a movie from 1981.
0: Oh, you made me watch this.
1: I watched. Oh, I made you. I made you watch all these. I made her watch all these scenes because uh. they're so good. Um, but The Burning is uh, this, this really great movie that Tom Savini did the special effects for. Um, the weapon. I did different weapons for every one of these. So the weapon, our sharp pointed object, for this movie. Uh, was gardening shears, very clever. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, they looked amazing, didn't Innocuous
0: they? Innocuous if you're just gardening. There's but a scene. If you use them properly.
1: There's a scene where he goes up, mm-hmm. and it's like a shadow of 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 Cropsy. Uh, Cropsy is the guy's name. He's a disfigured uh, caretaker of uh, of a camp, I think, or something like that. Um, there's a scene where he comes up above with like a shadow of him yeah, with with the shears.
0: Large man for such a canoe.
1: It, oh, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Hold that thought. We'll never come back to it. Um, But it is a good point. I like it. (laughs) Stop looking at me like that. Um, He massacres this entire group of happy camper kids with his gardening shears. And it is a wonderful scene. Um, That's my number five. My number... Four is a is a is a very famous scene. I threw a couple of a couple of obscure ones, some semi-obscure, and a couple of, of standards. I thought it was important to mix it up a little bit.
0: But not um, to be too predictable.
1: I don't want to be too predictable. Yeah. So but this one is uh is the famous Kevin Bacon scene from Friday the thirteenth. Oh, My yeah. number four pick. The weapon is an arrow. Ooh. Miss Archer over there. Hey, hey. She likes to do archery. I do. So I might wake up with an arrow through my neck someday.
0: Well, I like when to think, I piss her off enough. I like to think of it as my skill for the zombie apocalypse.
1: Your your archery? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what you're gonna use. Mm-hmm.
0: Because if it's really handy It's not gonna be
1: guns, we know that.
0: No, it's really handy if you want to stab someone, but over there.
1: <laughs> that's how that's how the bow and arrow mm-hmm. was invented, correct? Man. I really that's... wish I could stab somebody, but, but like, like,
0: over there. Over
1: there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Over there. Over there.
1: <laughs> this I love this scene because Kevin Bacon sits down and he lights himself up a joint. And we know, if we know anything about slasher movies.
0: If you're high. If you're, you're high.
1: If you're, if you're doing drugs or you're banging, you're going to get killed. Right? And so he sits down, he lights up a joint and, you know, Mrs. Voorhees grabs his forehead and boom, arrow up through the neck. Great scene. Wonderful. Blood splatting everywhere. Brutal. Great. Number three is uh, another standard from Halloween two. Uh, we got to get some Michael Myers in there. So we, 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 uh, I, you know, there's a lot of Michael Myers deaths, you know, kill scenes. There's a lot of, and, uh, as there is a lot of uh, Friday the 13th kill scenes, but my favorite Halloween scene is from Halloween two. Uh, the weapon was a scalpel. Another great pointed object pointed sharp object. Lori Stroud's walking down the hallway. Nurse comes, try to get her, you know, to come, you know, yelling down her down the hall. And Michael Myers appears behind the nurse and just sticks the scalpel right up into her spine, lifts her up in the air, feet dangling. And then we just see her shoes fall off, and you know, just a, a really solid, really solid sharp object. Uh, kill scene.
0: Have you ever handled a medical grade scalpel?
1: No, but I bet they're you they're really sharp.
0: Terrifyingly sharp. Yeah. They cut through skin like butter.
1: Yes. Do you remember Pet Cemetery from last week? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember the scalpel into yes. the Achilles tendon? Yes. It is my most frightening, terrible scene of all time. But I just it would actually
0: that. do that if it did that to <laughs> you. Like, scalpels are that sharp to the point where it might not hurt for a few minutes.
1: Because it just goes in so smooth, like butter. Because it's just it's like, like butter. <laughs> it's like a butter knife going into some hot butter.
0: Yeah, and then your body registers it, and then it's like
1: yeah, as your fuck! Achilles goes coiling up into the back of your leg. Yeah, common goes <laughs> like after
0: thirty. Please stretch like your Achilles it. before doing
1: activities. Yes, we have made that a public service announcement multiple times now. Stretch. I,
0: be, I want to fund the uh, whatever color the ribbon is for the Achilles. <laughs> Uh save the Achilles foundation.
1: I think we can make up our own ribbon because I'm pretty sure that pretty sure they don't have one. But uh we should make up one because you know
0: maybe a s- white ribbon because it's like cartilage.
1: Stretch your Achilles guys. Yeah. You're not getting any younger. No. My number f- two? Number two. Yeah. My number two pick. Gosh, this one was tough because I really could have made this one number one too. But pretty much every kill from Slumber Party Massacre 2. <laughs> Um, Slumber Party Master 2 from 1987 is by far one of my favorite campy slasher movies of all time because the killer <sighs> is a leather jacket clad rockabilly punk
0: rockabilly
1: singer with a ridiculous guitar a with drill a drill guitar attached to the end
0: kills everyone with and it's awesome
1: oh man is it amazing
0: it's pretty wicked
1: um have you
0: ever been drilling something and like Imagined it slipping and going through your hand or something.
1: Uh, not, no, I haven't. Not till now.
0: Did I just watch way too much Rescue 911 when I was a kid? Apparently, yeah, that can happen too.
1: So the rockabilly driller killer. Death is all around it you. It is all around you, all around you. Uh, in the form of rockabilly guitar drills, which is <laughs> it's the, it's greatest, a, it's it's a the a great. Wicked. It's the honestly. It's it's probably in my opinion the greatest. Slasher movie weapon yeah, of all absolutely. time. Yeah, absolutely,
0: it's a wicked weapon. It's a drill
1: on the end of a freaking crazy ass guitar. Like what the? And, and he's, they and they he's random- singing. It's like a musical too. Like yeah, they randomly singing.
0: break out in song. And,
1: and you guys may not know this about me, but I used to, I used, to, I, I, you know, I, I kind of dabble in the rockabilly in the rockabilly world. I got, I got myself a little popador. I've had one for a long time.
0: Is this another one of those lies you tell? Because
1: I like me, I like me some, uh, some, some of the old school rockabilly's and and some <laughs> Reverend Horton Heat and. Um, you know that's what it, that's what attracted you to me.
0: You just hung out with you liked red. my
1: hair. It was so high. I do love your hair. The higher the Still. hair, the closer to God. <laughs> that's what they say. You know, the higher the hair, the closer to God.
0: And that damn smile.
1: <laughs> that little that little sly out of the corner of my mouth smile. Mm-hmm. The higher the hair, the closer to God. So my favorite, but but I do have a favorite kill in Slumber Party massacre too, though they're all amazing. You need to watch it because it's fucking great. My favorite kill, though, is I think when he pops up in the back of the car and uh, <laughs> and he goes, this is dedicated to the one I love and then sticks the the drill through the back of the driver's seat. And kills the driver. Oh. So good. While the girls scream in the passenger seat. Amazing. OK, by number one. So we got to move through these. Uh, blood Rage.
0: Blood rage. 1987. So good. <laughs> so good. It was so bad. It
1: was so <laughs> it's so good. Great. And literally it's another one where like every kill is just amazing. They're just all great. And the freaking over the top uh, uh, practical effects.
0: It's so bad.
1: Are just good. ridiculous. But I got to tell you again, we'll do another shutter plug. Watch the Joe Bob dinners of death Thanksgiving marathon.
0: Oh, it's even better
1: because he goes through a, a blood rage in that marathon and it is so good. It's so good.
0: I just want to hang out with Joe Bob and like have a few drinks and just let him talk about whatever the hell he wants to talk about.
1: He's, he's my hero, I think, because you want to talk about a guy who just doesn't give a shit about what other people think of him and, and, and he's so smart and, and he also uh, is really great about, about picking uh, really great when it comes to picking the best bad movies. Like when he when he picks bad movies, he picks like the really good bad movies. Mm-hmm. And Blood Rage is one of the best bad movies. And the weapon in this in the scene that I like the most is a machete. Uh there's a great hatchet scene where the in the <laughs> in the beginning with the boys, the two twin boys, um, and he hatchets some drive-in goer who's banging his girlfriend in the back of his seat of his car. Um right in the head, which is a really great kill scene too. My favorite though is the machete where he goes out in the into the woods uh with with the girl running oh, away from him yeah. and uh, he's got the machete out and he just, just just
0: hacks her just
1: slices her literally in half and
0: then her body just like wriggles there on the floor and
1: you see her body like just <laughs> <laughs> like like still moving like like in these two halves I mean, it is just The best gory, terrible scene of all time. So, Blood Rage, nineteen eighty-seven. Check it out. Great scenes of just sharp objects killing people.
0: Sharp object (laughs) lethality.
1: (laughs) Which honestly, like, could you? I mean, you could literally go through like, I know what you did last summer, and and you know, every single franchise, Candyman, uh, you know, you you name it, and. You know, even Texas Chainsaw Massacre, when you puts him up on the hook, and um, you know, Silent Night, Deadly Night, with the we talked about the deer scene. You know, Evil the sharp, Dead. That all or has Ash this,
0: versus Evil Dead, oh, when Ash. she puts the fingernail right up to yes. the eyeball. Oh
1: my gosh, yes, that's perfect. That's great because you said the pointing of the finger, right? Yeah, the f- even the sharp fingers. And in Ash versus Evil Dead, when the neighbor, yeah. the creepy neighbor,
0: zombie which lady. turns into
1: a, a deadite. Yep. Oh, perfect. Um. Willies. uh, But that brings us to our honorable mention for today, which is the uh, 2008 movie, not a slasher. I did it on purpose because I did not want to just do slashers. Um, The 2008 movie Splinter.
0: I think I'm going to like (laughs) it.
1: She looks alright. Well, what do you want to do? Turn it off. Get in the car. <laughs> Pull over. Hello?
0: Hello? Oh, sorry, I didn't you away. What's up?
1: Away from the glass. They tracks us somehow. we got to get out of this gas station. Wait, wait. Stopped. I think it's gone. Drop the gun. You're under arrest. Get in your car. There's something out there. It's a splinter. I to stick you. Yeah. It's gonna get in you. It's gonna kill it. You okay? Don't touch it. Please. So the 2008 movie Splinter is not a slasher movie. No, it's. Teenage
0: Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: I, it is. It's about. It's about a giant Splinter, a giant rat, a Masa giant Splinter. sewer rat that trains a bunch of of small turtles until they're uh, really obnoxious teenagers.
0: Yeah, they're kind of bratty, but they love pizza, and I they love do. Pizza.
1: Which has nothing to do with our phobia, but we no. just thought we'd throw it in there. It'd be really fun. Um, actually, at the beginning of this movie, there's a when 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 he gets there's attacked, he gets attacked by this like wolf like dog creature
0: looks like master splinter and chris
1: is like is this a is this uh it's called splinter is that is that master splinter and i laughed very hard <laughs> that was that was good thanks for appeasing me yeah that was money i would kind of like to, i would i wouldn't mind seeing like a splinter like a good splinter origin story movie um uh, you know yeah a why really hasn't good that one. been developed i you know I, I think they've they've talked about like his origins but i don't think they've they put a whole movie together so listen up hollywood and you're oh we're recording on oscar night to yeah. screw you oscars listen
0: up hollywood screw you
1: oscars it didn't nominate fucking hereditary you didn't nominate any of the great movies that were out there
0: if no um, one has watched yeah nobody you know, gives a,
1: i don't care what i don't do mine. not care one bit what happens in the oscars anymore screw those guys they did good with us over oh, not with us <laughs> that's come that's the new one coming out Uh, with Get Out. uh, I can't wait to see that. Us, the new one, Jordan Peele. Oh, it's going to be so good.
0: Oh, and the new Twilight Zone.
1: Oh, that's another great plug for Shudder. Horror Noir, which is a a history of black cinema, uh, a black horror cinema, which is really, really interesting. Really great documentary, and you can only get it on Shudder because it's an exclusive. So, Check them out. I should be tagging them in everything we do because they should be sending me royalties. Um, Splinter, 2008 movie. If you haven't seen this, it's a little bit of an off the beaten path uh, horror movie that didn't get a ton of recognition, but it is a it's a gem, guys. It's a hidden gem. What do you think, Chris? You watched it?
0: It's pretty fun. I, I like. There's a few nods to the Evil Dead franchise in there that I really enjoy. Should, should I
1: read the synopsis first before we 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 dig into any specifics? Yeah, please. All right, I'll do the synopsis real fast. So, uh, when their plans for a nature trip go awry. Polly Watt, played by Joe Wagner, and boyfriend Seth Belzer, Paolo Costanzo, decide to check into a motel. On their way, they're carjacked and kidnapped by low-rent crooks Dennis Farrell, played by Shea Wiggum, and Lacey Belial, played by Rachel Krebs, who take the victims and their SUV to a nearby gas station. Along the way, they encounter an increasingly terrifying horde of parasites, and if any of them intend to survive... They'll have to outsmart the deadly organisms. Directed by Toby Wilkins. It's
0: fun stuff. What'd you think? It's really fun. Um, and I found a really fun fact that the um, here, let me get my notes. The fungus um, that Splinter's based on, uh, or partially based on, is is a real thing. Really. Um, it's called the Splinter Fungus, um, or Cordyceps fungus. It infects ants and cicadas, and it turns them into zombified versions. Ooh,
1: I love it! Do they, have, do they get spiky on them? Like
0: zombified puppets?
1: Do they get spiky on them? No,
0: it just kind of like infects their brain.
1: Oh, well. So the reason we picked this movie, the reason I picked this movie, it came it came right to my head like immediately, and so I had to I had to pick it because I really I really do love this movie. It's a really great little movie, um, but this fungus, this parasite, that infects you. And takes over your body. Um, it's kind of a weird take on like a zombie, kind of a zombie type deal. But it's more the the parasite just kind of kills you and then just takes over your shell, I guess, of your right. body. And just it just twists it and turns it. And, and oh,
0: there's so much.
1: There's oh. a lot of compound fractures, compound which fractures. Chris is not a fan of.
0: I have to close my eyes and think about what I know the sound of mixers do in order to create those sounds for a movie, like snapping celery in half or you know, <laughs> I have to do that or else I She's start not, a fan. Like, not a fan of compound
1: fractures. That is a good way to, uh, no, it's so uh, make bad. Crawl into a little ball and Ugh. suck her thumb.
0: No, I'm more likely to vomit. So, but face. this,
1: this fungus, this parasite turns into, uh, it, it creates these, these sharp spines, all over your they body, they just come
0: out of your skin. Yeah, and it's really gross. And so, like in the beginning, there's a
1: scene where the where where the the bad guy, well, the bad guy, the, the guy who kidnaps this this couple, um, gets a splinter in his finger from one of these 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 deals, and, and then it's eventually, a his finger splinter. gets fucked up. Um, but it's super gnarly, and they show it up close, like the splinter going in, and and you just everybody knows that feeling, that feeling of a splinter, and basically, it's saying that these parasites basically cover you in splinters, like all over your body. And then when they attack you, it just comes at you and gets the splinters into your skin and like
0: and then the splinters stick out like spikes and oh
1: yeah. So basically they cut co- it ends up covering your body in these spikes and killing you. And then the parasite, whatever's going on with the parasite, takes over, which is which is where the evil dead hand yeah. thing comes yeah, in. Yeah, the
0: had the hand gets chopped off and then it starts chasing them around the inside of this gas station, which by the way. Is in Oklahoma. You can actually visit this gas station that it was filmed at. Oh,
1: fun, fun fact. fact! I like that.
0: Yeah, um, but the hand uh, now covered in spikes and uh, zombified starts chasing them around this gas station, and they come to find that by hiding in the refrigerator where all of the you know drinks and stuff are in the gas station, the hand can't sense their warmth. Their body heat.
1: So I can't come at them and attack them. So
0: it doesn't realize it doesn't that, that they're them. there. It's yeah. kind of like a camouflage. And our
1: and our in our main guy, our, our uh the the male of this couple that got kidnapped.
0: Who looks like Screech. He's
1: like a scientist. Um oh, he, it's funny, and you're like, I recognize that guy, and he was in what road trip?
0: Yeah, but yeah. he looks I was like, like he's screech. in one of those like
1: national lampoon movies or something.
0: Yeah, screech look like or Euro Horror trip screech. or something
1: or Screech. Yeah, he does kind of <laughs> look like Screech. Uh but I think he was in road trip, right? He was, yeah. yeah, I knew he was in one of those, one of those cross, yeah, those 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 teen movies with, you know, college teen movies with a lot of lot of boobs, and mm-hmm. normally in Europe or something like that. Um so not a slasher, great spiky little splinter things that go all over your body. Um I thought this was a pretty good honorable mention for this little phobia. That was a good choice. I liked it. It didn't have as many good, like spiky, sharp scenes that I wanted. Like, like I, I thought it had more than that. But I think just the appearance of these spiny little, little parasite deals all over bodies. Was, just
0: think about how big that splinter was in his finger. Oh yeah. You know, have you ever Gnarly. seen or gotten a splinter that was really huge? Oh in your yeah. Finger that just like almost makes you pass out because Ugh. there's so much of it, like right underneath your thumbnail, you know, or your fingernail getting a splinter right there so you can see it through your nail. Yeah.
1: And this was a pretty low budget Frudal. movie too. They didn't have, they didn't have a huge budget. It was pretty much all filmed in once, you know, one set, I think right. Why Mostly isn't there in that a horror movie station? out there
0: called Paper Cut? Yeah. Sometimes oh. the smallest things Ugh. are the worst.
1: Paper cuts would be if Splinters, I had this. That would be a fear cuts, that I could I could understand. Big time. Mosquito bites. Oof. So Splinter, check it out. It's a great movie. We gave a quick synopsis of it. Definitely, lots of little spiny, sharp objects. Not Some a slasher. Sort of
0: mysterious fungus. I wanted to
1: do a non slasher movie, and so Splinter is a good one, and it's a really fun one to check out. A lot of people haven't seen it. Definitely worth a watch. Did you enjoy it?
0: I did. I did. It's a Except fun for one.
1: all the compound fractures. Except
0: for that. I had to look away. It got really gnarly. Ugh. All the arms bending the wrong way. Not I just good. can't do that. <laughs>
1: Don't do that to me anymore. So that's going to bring us to... Uh, that's going to bring us to our, our straight to the top of all sharp object killers of the all time, one. in my opinion. I think. I think this is... I think this is the number one sharp object killer.
0: Naylor would be proud of
1: you. Of all time. (gasps) It's time for our feature presentation. And now our feature presentation. The kids of Elm Street don't know it yet, but something is coming to get them. There's
0: something out there, isn't there? (laughs)
1: You could just see cuts happen. What did that, Lieutenant? I don't know. The a coroner I've got to say. He's been a John since he saw her. you are going to kill me for sure. Did you do it? There was somebody else there. He was locked in a room with a girl who went in alive and came out in a rubber bag. No one knows where it came from or who it was at next.
0: Nancy, there's something wrong with you. You're imaginable. Nightmare
1: on Elm Street.
0: Do you believe in the boogie No. Whatever you do, don't
1: fall. Oh. No! She's the only one who can stop it. If she fails, I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. No. no one will survive. Ah. Help me. Help me. Help me from west craven director of the heels have eyes and last house on the left a new masterpiece in fantasy terror nightmare on elm street all right so our feature presentation is the freaking most iconic horror movie of of all time i think
0: Oh, Naylor would be proud. I,
1: I really uh yeah, she would. Yeah, we have a we have two two friends. One is a big time Friday the 13th fan
0: mm-hmm. and one is a
1: big time Nightmare on Elm Street fan. And I have to say that uh, I'm
0: Naylor is the Nightmare on Elm Street fan. Mahler is the Friday the
1: 13th yes, fan. Yes. And I and and Naylor Ooh. is right. I'm sorry. Sorry, Mahler. Ooh. Naylor's right. Fr- uh, Freddie is the apex of all horror movie slasher characters
0: well certainly for someone who might be more fearful of sharp objects he's not a character you want to encounter
1: no he is not a character you want to encounter um and when i thought this phobia i thought okay we could go through jason and all of jason's wonderful kills which we didn't even all mention we didn't even mention jason which i'm I, I really you know or did we oh we didn't because we talked about we talked about what well, we did we talked about uh friday the the 13th part one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we didn't talk about any of his wonderful kills. He has many of them. And I am a Jason fan as I am a Michael Myers fan, but I'm sorry folks. Fucking Freddie is the shit. And I think it always goes back to what you, what you experienced when you were a kid. And for me, Night Elm Street was like one of the very first early ones that I saw that was like a real horror movie. It got you young. Fucking A. I love me some. I love me some Freddy Krueger. And if you are afraid of sharp objects, what is more terrifying? Not just one knife, not just one machete, not just one hatchet, not just one hook or cleaver or whatever thing that you want to use to kill somebody. no, how about a glove with four frickin' knives? Right?
0: Well, we also could have chosen Edward's scissor hands.
1: Uh no, no. No, we couldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Edward's scissor hands would not have worked.
0: Terrifying.
1: No. But there's a that's a Johnny Depp uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, connection there. So, you know, that works. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I just I got to say like Nightmare is is Just so wonderful. It's just such a wonderful movie. We watched we watched the original again today, which I hadn't seen. I normally watch it like once a year at least, Um, but I hadn't seen probably since last like Halloween. I normally watch. I always try to watch like the the iconic horror movies, like every every uh, the regulars. Yeah, like every October, you know, around Halloween. Um, So we watched it again today, and you fell asleep towards the end. Which you normally do. But, but I've seen it before. Wasn't it fun to watch it again?
0: I I love it. I think it's a great movie all it's around. so good. And we've been to that house.
1: You know, we have. Yeah. Every time I go to LA, I, I like to swing by there because it's it's really easy. It's right off Sunset Boulevard. I went Boulevard. with
0: Naylor and Mahler. And Naylor that's brought right. her Freddy glove.
1: Did she take a picture with the house with her Freddy glove? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. When I was there, there was a the, they were having like a freaking neighborhood meeting or something because... Everybody was outside the house. Um and this is the the you know Nancy's house, the you know the the house, the main house. Um they were literally there was like five neighbors just standing outside talking and hanging out and I didn't want to be that guy,
0: the awkward guy. And it guy. was
1: nighttime and so I drove by like three or four times which I probably creeped in creep the hell out. <laughs> probably creepier. And then I parked down the street like a long ways away and then thought, "Well, I'll get out and I'll just walk" Like I'm just casually strolling down the street, but then I'm like, well, then I'm going to take a selfie with the house, so they're going to know that I'm like a, a a fucking tourist.
0: You look like just a taking a no picture of what. the
1: of the Nightmare House. So, yeah, I, I need to go there sometime when there's nobody around, so I can actually enjoy like my my cameo with with the Nightmare House. But if you're, a, I mean, it, to me, like this 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 murder weapon, right? I mean, Freddy kills people in various ways. He doesn't always kill them with his glove. But man, in that original, that glove is just so money. I mean, well, what a great concept. Wes Craven, damn you, like it starts so off
0: introducing us to it as he's building it, which is fascinating.
1: Yeah. See yeah, it in develop. the very beginning, right? The first like yeah. first scene, you see him building his glove, right? He's building this 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 murder weapon. Which is so like such I mean, can you we talked we said iconic like 10 times, but there is no more iconic horror murder weapon than, than Freddy's glove. Is there, I mean, Jason's machete, uh, Michael Myers' knife. I mean, those are all very iconic, but those are also very generic kind of murder weapons. Freddy has like something super unique, right? Like that's what I always love about it. It's so unique and it's so creepy and he's such a creepy character when uh, he
0: wraps and, his hand around a wall and it's just the fingers.
1: Oh, just, just coming dee- 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 out. Dee- dee- so good. Yeah. And like scraping on metal oh, when he was scraping, it, scraping on metal. Ugh, ugh, makes amazing. your
0: spine crawl.
1: So I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to just focus on, on nightmare one. Um, So that's why we watched it today. But as we were, we were watching it and we were thinking about it. I was like, I'm not going to summarize this movie. Everybody's seen nightmare one. And if you haven't, like, what the hell are you doing? Listening to this podcast? Go, go listen to it right now before you listen to us ever again. Because I'm ashamed of you, oh. and you should go li- watch it right now, right now.
0: That's a move. Go do move.
1: it. Stop it.
0: Shaming people. It.
1: Press stop. Go watch the movie and then come back, and then we can be friends again. Um, because to me, like, uh, well, it's funny because we were listening to the Horror Virgin the other day, and 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 you know how the like Pet Cemetery last week you'll watch a movie and you'll realize like an iconic old movie, like an old horror movie or whatever. Um, and you'll realize like halfway through, I've never seen this movie before. Um, even though you thought I've only
0: seen bits and pieces or I've only seen the TBS cut version. I
1: was listening to the horror virgin episode where they were doing poltergeist. And I think it was Mikey was, was like, I just realized I had never seen this movie before. And I'm, and in my head, I'm like, how in the hell do you love horror movies? And you've never seen poltergeist that's how I feel about that's how I feel about Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, But I'm sure a lot of people felt that way about Pet Cemetery last week. In fact, I I, metal Chris was like, I cannot believe you had never seen Pet Cemetery before. Like, what the (laughs) hell's wrong with you? And, and, you know, he's right. I I should be. I should be shamed.
0: You shame yourself. That's why you shame others. Yeah,
1: it's true. And we all need a good dose of shame. Don't you think? No. Uh, Shame is a very important emotion.
0: I think humility is an important emotion. We should
1: all have a little bit of shame, a
0: little bit. Eh, okay, a little, bit. little bit, just a little bit,
1: just a little, just a little bit. It's the kind of stuff with how much Your Mother references. It's <laughs> like, like the fourth four one per this episode. episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, instead of just analyzing the first one, which I mean, you've got your you've got your Johnny Depp getting sucked into the bed scene,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: is so good, and the blood just blowing up. Oh, I just hit the microphone. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, the blood just going up into the, to the, to the ceiling. I mean, just the best, just such a good scene. Um, but I mean, I think the, I still think even after all the amazing Freddie kills with his, you know, with or without his glove, uh, the first real kill scene, the Tina scene mm-hmm. where she is, you know, running through the, the alley, and gets pulled into the bedroom with her, with her, with her, you know, ghetto ass boyfriend, and they 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 bone, and then she falls asleep, and gets attacked, and you see her just wrestling with Freddie, like, but she's but he's invisible, and right. the boyfriend's just going, "What the hell's going on?" And then all of a sudden, she's up in the, you've all seen it, like up in, and she's thrown up into the you know ceiling, and she's pulled up on Doesn't the wall. Doesn't he
0: scratch her belly?
1: And then and then you see, yeah, then you see the 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 the, mm-hmm. the you know his glove his glove knives, you know, going down her, her, her chest. Oh, and that's really the first time you see that, like invisible hand. There's that
0: fear of being like gutted, you know, oh, that, ugh, that accidental gutting.
1: So rad. And there's so much. And then, the, then, when they come in and find her, there's just so much blood everywhere. Like the blood, there's not even, I mean, it's comical. It, it was a little bit over the top. It's like, evil, it's like evil dead you know, style. Doesn't
0: the body have like six liters of blood in it or something like that?
1: Yeah, but you I think you'd have to do some serious you'd have to well, I mean, you know, I suppose it's possible. If but you there's a lot of
0: major artery, you could bleed out in a matter of minutes.
1: So that's I think that's my all time favorite Freddy kill. That's I, a good one. The very really the very first one. Right? I mean it's it's you know, you always remember your first.
0: Near and dear to your heart. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it popped your Freddy cherry.
1: It did. It popped my Freddy cherry. It made me no longer a horror virgin. Mm um, but as we were going through and I was like gosh darn it I got to go through like the best nightmare kill scenes. kill scenes ever and so we started going through you know YouTube clips of various different Freddy scenes and like there's like Nightmare 4 Dream Master has the how's this for a wet dream scene <laughs> which is freaking fantastic because the kids in there and, and all of a sudden this this like hot chick is in his he's got a waterbed and all of a sudden, like the, he pulls the blankets away, and there's this hot naked chick swimming around in yeah. his in his underneath his waterbed, like underneath, right? And of course, she then turns into Freddy and pulls him into the Ew. waterbed, and then slices him up with his with his gloves. How fucking great is that? Like, <laughs> you can't. I mean, I honestly like. I I love I, I love Friday the Thirteenth, but they can't compete with that shit. I'm sorry, they just can't. Like,
0: well, I mean, they did step it up with primetime, bitch.
1: Oh, Fr- Freddy? Mm-hmm. They did, which that's a epic one, too. I got to take a picture next to a mock up of that uh, TV down at Slashback Video in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was at the, uh, what was that museum? The, oh, can't I can't think of it. Mystic Museum, mm-hmm. um, where they had the, the VHS collection uh, at Slashback Video, which, yep. which, uh, I think Ryan Turek from from Shockwaves. He's the uh, he's one of the curators of that. Oh, that's know. neat. Him and his wife. Yeah, it's freaking badass. I think they take it around to conventions and stuff too, and set up a booth with it. Uh, but they had like they had the TV and the the Freddy head from the it's prime time. You know, Welcome to prime time, bitch. Welcome um, to primetime, in, in, bitch. In, uh, that was from Elm Street Three: Dream mm-hmm. Warriors, where she gets and she gets you know pulled into the TV and killed. Also an epic scene. Not a good uh, one for the uh, the, the pointed fire, object yeah, ones, though, because he just still. he doesn't really use his he doesn't use his knives, um, his hand knives.
0: But he makes a point of noting to her that she is worthy of prime time.
1: Welcome to prime time, <laughs> bitch, bitch. Oh, that totally reminds me of the Freddy character from Rick and Morty.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Welcome to your nightmare, bitch.
0: Oh, here you go
1: looks like some sort of legally safe knockoff of an 80s horror character with miniature swords for fingers instead of knives I'm scary Terry you can run but you can't hide bitch the hmm?
0: the Freddy Morty no the, the Fre- I, don't I don't know I don't know it's the Freddy in like the alternate world that's hilarious good job
1: you know I did bitch and every like every mm-hmm. sentence was and then it showed him growing up and he was all like bullied <laughs> <laughs> it's so good oh so good um but also you have nightmare five dream child where where uh where where we have bon appetit bitch <laughs> where freddy now they for- just ran he force it. feeds he force feeds a chick uh basically her own stomach innards oh. like he, she doesn't realize it but then he starts but he's like force feeding her from his her own stomach um what else you have you have uh Taryn versus freddy in Nightmare 3 Dream Warriors, which she's the punk rock chick. Oh yeah. And she busts out her switchblade and then Freddy shows his glove and like he has his knife, so it's like knife on knife action. Yeah, which is knife the on best knife. that's the best knife sharp
0: knife on knife on
1: knife. That's the best acmophobia achmophobie achmophobia scene ever right there. I mean, mm-hmm. you got you got her switchblade, you got the the glove hands and they're going at each other in a knife fight. And then his hands turn into fucking syringes.
0: Yep. Gross.
1: Cause she's a druggie. Yep. And he stabs her to death and then and her,
0: starts pumping her full of oh, man, It's
1: so good. It's Ugh. so fucking good. The best kill scenes ever. Oh man. I am such a nightmare fan compared you to are. I love the nightmare franchise. I think it's so damn good. Uh, what am I missing? Weird. Am I missing any good ones? Primetime bitch is really good. Oh, New Nightmare, which is probably your favorite. It's my second favorite to the original. Well, um, but yeah, Wes Craven's New Nightmare, which is a really tough one to like compare to the other ones because it's so different. But but I love New Nightmare. I think it's fantastic. And Dream Warriors Three is like the third one is probably my second favorite in the in the real like franchise mm. in the lists of the you know the original ones. But Wes Craven's New Nightmare is awesome, and there's a great scene. Well. <laughs> If you want to talk about the glove and the the, there's a scene where uh, Heather Langenkamp's husband is creating the glove for a movie, mm-hmm. and it's like this it kind of high techy, like robotic kind of Freddy glove. And then when he's driving home in his truck, he's all driving home all happy, and then and then the glove mm-hmm. comes from somewhere wherever he's and and kills him. Uh, comes up, I remember it comes up from like his crotch or something. Uh, That's but it's
0: terrifying. A, it's a
1: great, yeah, it's a great scene though. Um so that's a good one but but the best one is in the hospital when the the little kid
0: oh yeah
1: Miko Hughes from pet cemetery
0: Yeah from the other movie we just The watched. other movie
1: we just watched uh he is in the hospital they've got him like they won't let mom see him and she's trying to get him not to go to sleep and so they give him a sedative and then his babysitter busts into the hospital room and like like barricades the door and kicks out all the nurses and shit because she knows what's going on and she's mm. trying to keep him awake and he must not off. Can't
0: keep him awake. Can't keep the him sedative. awake
1: with a sedative. And so there's a scene where Freddie comes behind her and, or comes up to him and says something like, like ever play skin, the cat. Oh, like ever play skin, the cat. That wasn't a very good Freddie voice.
0: I thought it was good. Not so good. Oh, okay. You could work on
1: it. Yeah. My Freddy, I don't know how you do it. You know, Robert England's a talented guy. Very. Um and then and then she gets and then she gets lifted up and thrown around the room, blood everywhere, the whole deal. Just like Tina in the original, which I thought was so cool. Like a total throwback to that original scene where he lifts her up into the corner mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So what a cool, you know, what a cool scene. Um those are fucking great movies, man. If you terrifying,
0: like, if you have eichnophobia, if you have uh, eich- eichnophobia,
1: eichnophobia, you cannot say it right. <laughs> I kept saying Ike all week, and I I, I started thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, that must not be how you pronounce it, Because that would be e, it'd be like e i Um, but yeah, if you're if you're an eichmophobic, you might want to stay away from stay away this from Freddy set of films, right? I mean, could you imagine something if you're afraid, afraid of, let's say you're afraid of knives or you're afraid of sharp objects. Can you imagine anything more terrifying than Freddy Krueger?
0: Oh, it would make me really uncomfortable.
1: I mean, it scares the shit out of everybody anyway, you know, growing up and all that stuff. You know, he's a scary ass character.
0: It scares me the most because he invades your sleep. And I love
1: right? sleep. Yeah, that, you know, and, and that's the thing. We'll probably have to, we'll definitely have to get back to Nightmare again when we oh, do. Oh, for sure. There's going to be a lot of phobias. Of sleep nightmares
0: phobias. or, you know.
1: Yeah, which I wanted to save. I wanted to save, you know, I, I was like. Do we really tackle a franchise? But there's just so many good you know what? sharp object scenes in this.
0: No one's telling us how to do this. That's
1: right. I do what I want. Well, I
0: mean, we will take some direction if people have. I do what I want.
1: I, mean, I, I do, do what I know. want. <laughs> and I wanted to talk about Nightmare. I really just wanted to watch it again, which is great. Um. Well, what else? We got, uh, we got. More phobias coming up. I don't know what our next one is. No,
0: we didn't look it up again.
1: I didn't. Well, here's the thing. So we had kind of a limited. Oh, I think this is hilarious, by the way. We were talking about going A through Z through phobias, and we've actually been going out of order, uh, which I realized the other day that uh, the list that I was going off of, I thought it was alphabetical. And it was, except for like the first four, and they got them (laughs) fucked up somehow. So we went through like algophobia and electrophobia. And then went back to agoraphobia. I don't know how that happened, but the list that I was going off of was completely not alphabetical properly. So, um, so we're not going completely alphabetical on that list. We are now. We do what we want. We'll kick it back, kick it back into gear. (laughs) Um, but I did find a, I found a a broader list that I think I'm going to, I'm going to pick and choose from because it's got some really interesting phobias on it. So, uh, We'll play it by ear.
0: Pay attention to our social media sites and uh, Drew will be posting up little teasers. Yeah. For I next episode. Yeah, you do. like to,
1: tease, yeah, like to do. tease. I'm a dirty little tease.
0: You are. You're such a tease.
1: This is getting weird. I think it's we're making everybody uncomfortable. Weird.
0: The Feardos love it.
1: I'm totally looking at her from across the room too. It's very- We're not breaking eye contact. No. There's a very locked gaze right now. It's very intimate. It's very strange. I don't know. <laughs> Let's take this to the bedroom.
0: Let's do it. Uh,
1: Let's take this to the bedroom and you should tell our audience something uh, to close out this episode that they should do this week. What should they do?
0: Okay, feardos, Stay afraid. Stay very afraid.